Hello, everyone. Hi, everyone. Long time no see. We oh apologize <laughs> for our long absence. It's been a while. It's been a while, but we missed you guys. <laughs> I'm actually weak. No, it really has been a while. Truthfully, we needed some, like, what's the word? Relax and rewind to get ourselves back to where we were. I think sometimes, I mean, hey, this podcast is definitely an evolution of us. And I feel like, you know, sometimes we kind of need a quick minute just to get our lives together. Lots of life updates, which we'll definitely get into and speak to in this episode. But needless to say, we are so excited to be back. And we really appreciate everyone who's continued to follow along with us and who are excited to have us back as well. Yes. And with all that being said, we did not want to end the year with you all thinking that a space for growth was no more. We wanted to give you all an episode to set the tone for 2023 as we are over here planning to set the tone for 2023 to be consistent, to bring you the content that you love, to bring you more guests. Um, And we hope that you will continue to follow along with us on Instagram at our communal diary And that you will subscribe to the podcast, leave us a review, leave us some comments, um, and interact with us on social media because we're super excited to always get your feedback and interact with you all. Okay, everyone, on this episode, we are going to be talking about reverse intention setting. And a lot of times when we talk about setting intentions for 2023 or whatever year you're going into, people talk about like what they want to do. Like these are the routines I want to set. These are the goals that I want to set. But we wanted to talk a lot about things that we don't want to do in 2023. So we're going to go through just a few things that we've been thinking about for how we want our next year to shape up. So we're going to talk about what mistakes did we make in 2023 in the realms of like career, personal life. 2022. 2022. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we haven't made 2023 mistakes yet, but they're, we're going to make some. Everybody made okay. some. We're going to talk about the mistakes we made in 2022 in terms of career, personal life, and wellness. We're also going to talk about the goals that we reached in 2022, what we're moving away from in 2023 like what themes we're moving away from and then last we're going to talk about a little bit like on the more traditional goal setting side of like what do we want to learn or experience in the new year so we hope that you guys will take some of these questions maybe journal about them talk about them with friends but uh p i'll start with you tell me about a mistake you made this past year a mistake I made this past year. Well, this past year was kind of wild, right? I mean, it was like within that year was the first year that we worked at our current companies, which is like pretty wild, but a great accomplishment. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I feel like that's kind of like a handful of a question. I mean, there's so many different things that I had to relearn and kind of figure out. I think, I think part of it for me was, and this kind of just is jumping right in, but I think looking back at some of the episodes that we've done, um, we talk a lot about friendships. We talk a lot about like career and whatnot. And I think we've experienced a lot of pretty interesting things over the past year to two years. And I definitely feel like for myself, I kind of needed to like separate myself from it all and refresh. But I do think a mistake that I'm now kind of realizing, but something that I've definitely been able to like grow from is just when things get tough, I feel like I kind of like distance myself and like isolate myself. And I think I am such, I'm a Leo through and through. I'm a very big like people person to get my energy from people. And I think it doesn't really work for me to like isolate myself so much because I think that just doesn't, it's like not really conducive to my personality, but it's also just figuring out like, okay, you know, maybe things did not go well in the past with certain friends or certain relationships or whatever it might have been. But like, let's figure out how you can not make such a huge drastic change in your lifestyle, but still like, kind of put up those boundaries that you need. So I feel like for me, it was just trying to figure out how to like make readjustments in my life that aren't so drastic, but are still going to like give me that refresh start that I need, if that makes sense. 
Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I know in past episodes, we've talked about like the theme of sometimes people being like, I'm just going to isolate and like grind in silence or I'm yeah. just away from everybody to like figure. And that's like not healthy. Like that's just not the way people work. Like we need community. We need people around us. Like mm-hmm. self-isolation is not always the best tactic. Yeah, totally. And even the past like few months, I've been hanging out with like so many more people and doing so many things. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm exhausted. I'm like, I literally, (laughs) I have not done this in so long. And I feel like it's like hard to, yeah, I'm like, wait a minute. It's been a minute since I've done this. So yeah, I definitely have learned from that. But what about you? What we can like maybe do as like a back and forth as we think of other things. But what about you? What's like the one thing that you feel like you made a mistake in this past year? I think that I'm just going to start in the career bucket because I have so many mistakes that I made in 2022. But I'll say that I, when I started my job, I think there was so much going on during that time. Like I just moved to New York. I'm like in a different city. I'm like starting my big girl job. I'm trying to learn everything. I'm virtual. I think that I made careless mistakes. Like I don't think that I like triple checked things as often as I should have. And like, of course, part of it is just learning pains and growing pains. But I will say that I, what I learned about myself is that I definitely have the propensity to be extremely detail oriented. However, when I am moving quickly, that is something that often escapes me. Mm. And I think that that was a mistake that I made in starting my first job out of school. And I think is a, is a pitfall that a lot of people early in career start is like, you're getting so many people that are asking you for things all at the same time. And yeah. You're in a rush to get everybody, everything that they need, because you're like, I want people to think that I'm competent. So I'm going to like do this super fast and send it off and then do this super fast and send it off. And I was just making a lot of little careless mistakes because I just wasn't taking my time and prioritizing learning I was prioritizing like getting the work done so I think that's something that I definitely like messed up and like it's all learning you know what I mean I can't beat myself up for something that I did a year ago but I think it's something that I I made a mistake in yeah no I feel that I definitely think the first job you're gonna learn so much I mean I have too um and I think sometimes too it's like yeah you're just trying to prove yourself so it's like, oh, yeah, I can take this on. I can do all these things. Like, I can conquer all. But it's like, okay, sure, you can execute. But, like, you want to also show, like, the value of the work that you're doing. Yeah, that value holds true. So, yeah. no, I totally feel that. I mean, I think it's easy to kind of, like, overdo it sometimes. But um, I do think that each job that you have, each year that you're in your job is such a learning process. And so it's really just, yeah, like you said, taking it and then kind of readjusting for the next year. Yeah. What about in terms of like your career or like maybe even in your own like personal life? Like I feel like the last mistake was more like in the wellness personal Mm -hmm. life lens of like self-isolation, but like what else? Yeah. I mean, I think this kind of gets to wellness and personal life too. I feel like something I've definitely tried to do less of is like being on social media and getting so much of like my inspiration from other things I think it's a great tool but I also feel like it's really easy to almost like feel disconnected from your own life do you know what I mean like I for sure sometimes like I I I noticed where it's like I literally thought to myself recently I was like I just want to sit down and like write a list of the things that I really enjoy like what brings me happiness what makes me excited like kind of like building that like character of like okay who are you because I think Sometimes like I find myself moving so quickly and also I'm consuming so many different things where it's really easy to get influenced and to almost like lose a sense of like, wait, what do I actually like and what's being like shown to me 24 seven. So I definitely notice that in myself, I feel like I can kind of be a sponge and in a good way, sure at times, but I also think it can also kind of make me like question my own interests at times. So I don't know. I think for myself, I I definitely have started to just like pull away a little bit from over consuming and instead be a little bit more reflective. I think that 
sometimes I can kind of almost fall into like brain fog if I feel a little bit too overstimulated. And I'm like, I definitely have felt that within the past few months. And I'm like, a goal of mine for this next year is really just to focus more, I guess, on myself and just think more for myself in the sense of, you know, yes, people are doing a lot of things. A lot of things are happening. Like there's so many avenues that you can go down and so many trends that you can pick up and whatnot. But I think truly like sometimes it's so nice to get back to your roots of what you've always loved. Like I have these journals that I've had since probably like 2015 and I was like rereading them. And it was kind of nice just to think back to like, man, like such simpler times. Like, what have you always loved? What are the things that have always motivated you? Mm-hmm. I even remember I was at work and someone had asked me like, what motivates you? And I literally sat there. I was like, I have no clue. <laughs> like, I'm just going through this. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just yeah. doing it because I had been told that I need to do this. Like, it's nice to not lose sense of what makes you excited. Because I think when you start a nine to five and when you start like a grown adult life, it's kind of like now I feel like I'm just going through the day by day, but like we're 23, like what the heck? That's so not necessary. I mean, even at any age, like that's ridiculous. So it's just important to also be just for myself. I'm like, girl, you got to be cognizant of what is it that makes you really excited. It makes you like, what a, you know, stay up late watching it or getting out of bed early in the morning to go do it, whatever it is. Like I needed to reconnect with that. Yeah. I mean, I think that's like huge. I think, you know, I've had my own similar thoughts with the social media piece. And I mean, that is something that I'll talk more about when we talk about what we're moving away from um, in 2023. But I mean, I've even like, sometimes when I'm getting dressed, I like am hesitant to wear certain things because it's like, everyone kind of now is like dressing the same or like, you know, what's cool to wear. So like sometimes if I wear something, I'm like, I love it. But, like, am, am I going to be judged for it? It's kind of like it doesn't matter because, like, I think it's cool. Yeah. And I think the other piece with, like, um, you know, being asked at work, like, what motivates you, even with that, like, there's certain buzzwords that, like, we've been told to use in a professional setting. Totally. That, like, you know, like, there's, like, a certain answer that, like, people are used to hearing when they mm-hmm. ask, like, what motivates you. They want to hear something, like, you know, putting the consumer first or like, you know, trying to improve upon, you know, like the work that I've done in the last year. And it's like, even sometimes you have to think about those answers and be like, yeah. is that true? Like, I know. Is that what motivates me? <laughs> I'm like, it's so calculated. Mm-hmm. It is. And it just seems like so formulaic. And I think work also can just bring about like an incredible amount of small talk, which I genuinely dislike to such a degree like I just feel like yeah it's hard because it's just one of those things where it's like I'm literally just spewing out things that someone's taught me a long time ago and now I'm like what the heck is going on I don't even enjoy this yeah I completely agree um and I'll say the last mistake that I made in 2022 before we move over onto more positive of like what we what goals we hit um I did not budget my money (laughs) okay but how are you going to be budget like I feel like New York City trying to budget your money I mean girl if I didn't even try to to budget (laughs) like I didn't even set up an excel budget like I didn't even do the bare minimum like I was so I like I made sure that my rent and responsibilities were paid yeah after that it was just kind of free for all free for all like the credit card spending was not as smart as it should have been. I will admit it. The, like, you know, I thankfully was putting money in my savings. Like, God bless the <laughs> moments where I remembered or, like, I prioritized doing that. But, like, it, it is, one, very difficult to save money living in a city like New York. Like, you could be having a great saving period and then all of a sudden you go out on a Friday night and you have to take a hundred dollar Uber home and it just is what it is. And then you're like, shoot, that was my money for groceries. And now I got to dip into savings. You know what I mean? Like things like that, that just kind of come out of the blue where I'm like, Oh my God, a sample sale. What am I not going to go? Are you crazy? It's like, (laughs) you know, it's wanting to have fun and like E23 and go out with my friends and experience the city and like go to, you know, I love to go to the ballet. Ballet tickets are not cheap. Like, I no. love going to the ballet. 
I like going out with my friends. You know, I like trying new restaurants. You know, I love going to a workout class. Like all of those things cost money. Yeah. And, and I did not, I did not balance a checkbook in 2022. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. And it's, you know, mm-hmm. the first time that I've had adult money, you know, mm-hmm. those babysitting checks and the checks from the campus jobs I had in college do not compare to a big girl salary. But I will say that that was a mistake. Like I, you know, I have friends who have a lot of money saved and granted they are making a lot more money than I am in different industries, but you know, the strategies are there and um, you know, there's a part of this that I, I felt like I did hit a goal in 2022 with money, but um, that I'll talk about in our next little section, but in terms of budgeting, no ma'am. No ma'am. Yeah, that's a tough one. I certainly can't speak to that because Lord knows I should be very much saved, but <laughs> so, yeah, I can't speak to that. I think it's really hard when like socially, like if you want to go do things, like it's ridiculous that like it's so expensive to do that, right? Like even for yeah. you, it's like to get into the city could be a hundred dollars. Are you kidding? You know, like that's already yeah. a barrier to entry. Then it's like yeah, if I want to go out and if I want to have food in my stomach, that's also going to be something else. Or if I wanted to like go do something with a friend, it just always is like a dollar sign in front of it. Um, yeah, that's that's definitely tough. I'm not gonna lie. I feel you. Yeah. Whew. Anyways, let's move it to more positive. On a lighter note. <laughs> Goals. <coughs> Excuse me, I have a little bit of a cough. I think it's mm. talking about how much money has flown out of my pocket. Right. Uh, <laughs> You're getting sick. I'm getting sick <laughs> over it. But what, let's, you know, let's maybe do like two or three goals each. Yeah. You want to kick us off? I'll kick us off. I think a goal for me. That mm. you hit this past year. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Something that I achieved. Um. Oh my shit. Did I achieve anything? I oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> no. Do you want okay. me to go first? I have one. Yeah, you can go first. Okay. I ran a half marathon. Oh my gosh, yeah, that was really sick. I'm not gonna And lie. I am very proud of myself because when I started the training, I couldn't run more than like two miles straight. Mm-hmm. Um I've I've always been like fairly athletic. Um but and I've always enjoyed running. I just have never been able to run long distances. Yeah. And I think that a lot of it was, or what I have noticed is that a lot of it is mind over matter. And I have told a lot of people that like anybody can run a half marathon if they wanted to. Like it, you know, it's running is an amazing sport because it's relatively low barrier to entry. You need shoes and the ability to run. Mm-hmm. And like anything after that, you can like build up those skills in order to get where you want to be um but I I was pretty proud of myself that from when I started my training in October to um April that I was able to do a half marathon and I did take a break from running but I'm back at it I ran eight miles yesterday um which I'm really proud of myself for getting back out there and it's like riding a bike to be honest like once you start getting a low heart rate that's the other thing I went to the doctor and he took my heart rate like you know with the little um yeah stethoscope is that what it's called stethoscope yeah and he was like your heart rate is low (laughs) he was like he was like do you work out and I was like yeah like I run and he was like okay good like he was nervous (laughs) like that's the thing. Like he was like running lowers your heart rate, I guess. Yeah. Like you're not it does. Right. So, um, yeah. Like the more athletic you are, the lower your resting heart rate is. Yeah. And mine is Low. obviously <laughs> concerning to somebody who didn't know that I was a runner, but, um, yeah, that's a goal that I hit. Um, and I'm pretty proud of myself. What about you, P? Now that I gave that's, you time to think. Now that I've had a minute. No, that's actually really cool though. I do think like, I, that inspires me. Who knows? Maybe one day I might do that. Um, anyone, you can really definitely good. do it. Anyone can do it. Anyone listen? I think that running is something you definitely need to prepare for. It's like you need to train. It's it's like a different muscle that you need to be able to train. I think endurance yeah. is a really unique 
thing but no I definitely like long distance especially that's no joke but I would yeah I honestly might consider it someday um I think for myself a goal that I achieved hmm. I mean honestly I'm just like proud of the work that I've done at at work I got promoted and I said this on here yeah (laughs) so I guess that is a good achievement yes um that was that was exciting I think sometimes like you don't really even recognize like oh man I'm actually doing something right you know because I think when you're the youngest there you're the newest you know you're always looking at other people who have achieved so much more like making so much more than you or whatever but I do feel like it's nice to see that you know your work is recognized and that someone wants to invest time and energy into your career you know so that's like a really good feeling so I think that's a good proud moment for sure um I feel like the whole workspace is such an unfamiliar territory for all of us still like I still feel like I'm like I'm, like even now in this new role I'm like holy crap I literally am starting all the way over like it's a little bit insane but I think that like I am a strong believer of you know you're only given what you like know that you can actually do like no one's going to give you more than what you can accomplish and so I feel confident in that sense and I think it's just like every chance that you get to almost prove yourself like it's such a good opportunity you know because it's like I feel like even when we first started our jobs it was like holy crap I don't even think I'm going to be able to do this I don't know what this is going to look like it's like we were so used to being in class taking exams but a typical nine to five was so unfamiliar but it's like in that sense too, we've proved to ourselves that we can obviously get through that. And now it's just on to the next journey. So definitely pretty proud of myself for that. It's exciting. Um, yeah. So that's my, that's my first one. Congrats P. I mean, that's huge, you know, to get promoted mm-hmm. at your company in under two years means that like you really put in the work and people believe in the work that you're doing. And they also believe in the trajectory of your career and they want to invest that time in you to make sure that you, you know, got promoted and you continue to get promoted and get the opportunity to take on new projects. So I'm proud of you. Congratulations for getting promoted. (laughs) Thanks, though. (laughs) Um, My second goal, which, I mean, I'm going to count this as a goal. I don't know if this is necessarily a goal I set for myself. Last year, I actually don't think that I wrote down goals. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's something that I'm definitely going to do this year, like outside of even just what we're talking about on this episode, but just like, you know, for myself, even the things that I don't mention, but I started investing. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Which, um, yes. Have I been a bit frivolous? I have, (laughs) but I met with a financial advisor and I put away a certain amount of funds um into certain stocks and investments Mm -hmm. um every month and it's um something that I definitely want to spend more time learning about how I can make my money go farther and work harder for me yeah in 2023 but I think you have to start somewhere and I'm proud of myself for you know connecting with somebody that's more knowledgeable about the space than I am and you know working to build a like a strong and sustainable future for myself and, and future family and future life. I think, you know, especially being a black woman, a person of color, like we typically don't get in the investing game until it's like way down the line, you know what I mean? And it's, you know, our counterparts may already be investing or yeah. Roth IRAs. And like, mm-hmm. I think it's just important to be knowledgeable, even if you don't have, all the money in the world, if you can put away five, ten, a hundred, three hundred dollars every month, however much you have left over to spare, until you are able to put away more significant amount, like it's going to make such a difference. Because yeah, compound interest is a blessing. Yeah, no, I feel that. I think investing is such an incredible opportunity to like get into, and I think you know, you mentioned it where it's like not a lot of people have been able to do that, and I think it's hard because, yeah, it's like people are paying off debt people are paying off so many things and it takes so long to do that to then be able to actually like invest in yourself so I think it's like a huge blessing if you can do it and I also think that there are ways even if it's not like investing in like a portfolio where you have like your stocks and whatever like there are so many different ways that you can at least like see your money grow or at least like 
find different opportunities that work best for you with saving and stuff. So I think there's so many options out there, but I think it's so good to even just explore like, what is my best option? You know, I think it it honestly comes down to like asking one person who's knowledgeable about it just to give you some direction. I think that's huge. So kudos to you. I, I love, I love getting into that and like learning more about it myself too. So I love that. Thank you. And like you said, like even just a little pro tip, like even if you don't have the money to start investing, if you are starting to save, if you can save your money in a high yield savings account, Mm -hmm. you know, anything where you're going to get more interest back on your money, like that's awesome too. I love that. So my second one I think is like investing in myself and Mm. taking risk. Yeah. So I definitely think it's kind of happened in two different ways. The first way was I pushed myself to start tennis lessons. It didn't even last that long, but like, I'm proud of myself because (laughs) I never do stuff like that. Yeah. I have always kind of just like, I think when you're a part of sports all your life, it's kind of weird to like go out of your way to seek something new out. Like you're just used to the typical grind of getting up in the morning and doing what's on your agenda. But now that I'm not involved in a sport, I kind of felt like I was really missing that. So I've just been like, looking for new sports and things to get into and especially things that have longevity like tennis like if I would live somewhere by the ocean like I would totally take up surfing like there's certain things that I think you can do forever that are just so good for you and you can like build a really cool community around it as well so I've definitely looked for opportunities to do that and will continue to in the next year Um, but something I've also done just in terms of like investing in myself and like taking risks is like kind of looking back at what like totally threw me off in the past year and finding ways to confront some of that. So like, you know, whether it was with relationships or whether it was friendships, like I have just, I think that period of time where I isolated myself for so long, um, I recognized that that was also like not the best decision either. I mean, I think there was definitely some benefits out of it, but I think when I wanted to like re-enter myself into all the different aspects of what I had kind of been like pushing myself away from for a while, I think I was proud at least to be able to do that. Cause I do feel like it's not easy to like get back into the game of whatever it was that you just did not enjoy last. I mean, without that's so vague, but you you, probably many people know I'm talking about, like it's hard to kind of re-enter certain things that you're last like, Oh my gosh, that was not a great experience. And I think I've, I've learned to recognize too, that like, when things go wrong or when interactions or relationships go wrong, whatever it is, like, it's really not your fault. Like, it's just a part of life. And like, that's how it goes. Like, there's going to be fluctuation. There's going to be so many different things, but it's learning also to like, not be so hard on yourself. Like, I've definitely tried my best to do that for myself too, where it's like, not making it such a personal thing. Like you've screwed up again, you know, like, yeah, it's, it's learning how to just like show more love to yourself. And I think investing in yourself and investing in your time and your, in like your peace, I think is a really important thing. So I'm not perfect at it, but I have definitely put a lot of effort towards doing that. And I think that's also like definitely something that I'm looking forward to doing more of next year. Yeah. And I think that like, that's huge. You know what I mean? Like investing in yourself, I think is especially with you know, working in nine to five and like being in this phase of life where we're just kind of trying to figure it out, like get a baseline of figuring things out, like Mm -hmm. taking risks and investing in yourself is something that, you know, a lot of people are just trying to like do the basics that they need to do every day to get by. So I think it's amazing that you've taken the time to like try new things and like take risks and put yourself out there. It's trying new things. And it's also like, I've recognized different means of like, just like, feeling good like I've noticed in the past it used to be going out or it used to be like eating like really crappy food that would just be like oh my gosh I'm just you know whatever and I think I've just recognized like different ways you can also like feel yourself in a really positive way like it doesn't always have to involve going out or it doesn't always have to involve something that's not going to make you feel good the next day like it's it's like I'll take you know a three to five mile walk every day and it's such a fun way to like clear your mind. Like I even bet like running, like that's why I was saying like, okay, wait a minute now. I might honestly take it up because I think it's such a good way to just like fuel your body and make yourself feel good. And the endorphins that you get from it. I mean, there's so many benefits, even just eating like well 
you know, it's not, it's really not for, I think what's been fun is to stop thinking about like, oh, I need to look a certain way or whatever. Like I genuinely this past year, especially have not even thought about that, which is like a huge like growth thing. I think it's more just like how things make you feel and being really aware of like your body telling you certain things like certain signs. So I've definitely tried to do that. And I think that's absolutely a form of investing in yourself. I love that. Proud of you, P. Thanks, girl. All right. Let's move into what we want to move away from in 2023. Like one major theme that we want to pivot away from in the new year. Mm -hmm. I'll start, but I might change mine when I listen to yours because I feel like you have a better idea of what this means, like this whole concept. You have 1.5. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hear it. I think my first one is, I think it's comparing myself. Does that fall in line with what this means? Like comparing myself to others. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's definitely like comparing myself to others. I think this goes back to that initial thought where it's like social media and da 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 da. Like it's just, it's so ingrained in our society. You could be the most unbothered human. You cannot tell me that you haven't been impacted by like other people's lives. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's just natural because you see it. And I think when you now, especially that we are like adults, like when you're on your own path, it's like naturally you're going to be looking at other people's paths and being like, hmm, like how my life would be different if I had done this, whatever it might be. I think um, that's really easy to kind of get caught in. And I think for me, it's like, yeah, not comparing myself. And I think my second half of that answer would just be like, even working again, like towards being really mindful of how like I feel on the inside. Mm-hmm. I've noticed like anxiety creeping in sometimes, and, like little things will happen. And it's like important to be mindful of when those moments happen, because it's like, I can then like, it's really up to me to like remove myself in those types of situations. So it's just like listening to yourself and not allowing like external stressors to creep in and take over. Yeah, I love that. I think that that's like, that's huge. And I think that's something that we can all, you know, work on. It's like you said, with social media and also like with the own standards that we set for ourselves, like a big trend that I see on social media is always like, think about the woman that you want to be. Like, what is she going to wear? What's her morning routine? Like, what is she like? Even that is comparing yourself to an unrealistic standard Yeah. of like, I want to be X, Y, Z, but I'm not there yet. And I think, you know, on the one hand, it could be a very motivating tool of like manifesting and envisioning your higher self. And this is, I have been on such a manifestation deep dive, not necessarily in terms of like doing it for myself because I have my own maybe controversial opinion on manifestation that it is not real. It's just a tool to get you to get out of your own way and like make you more confident to Mm. get what you want. I don't think it actually like brings things in, but we want to do an episode on that in the new year (laughs) Um, and all the different types of manifestations and you know what people have said that it's done for them. And I think it's definitely an amazing tool, but I don't, I use, I think of it more of a confidence building tool, but anyways, I can definitely see envisioning your higher self being like motivational, but also can, you know, be very detrimental if you're not necessarily where you think you want to be yet. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's definitely something I'm trying to kind of balance out a little bit. So that is definitely something I want to like move away from and just find ways that are a bit more like beneficial. Just Yeah. yeah. I think mine kind of goes towards the second half of what you were saying. I want to move away from being unintentional in 2023. And I think that this is something that I'm going to have to work on like for the rest of my life. But what I've noticed in this past year, it's like I had, there were so many things that happened this past year, like so many changes and a lot of it's still growing pains and whatever. I was just like trying to like get through and make it through. I'm sorry. Is there a fire? (laughs) That was my laundry machine. (laughs) Did you do a vacuum? Oh my gosh. Those are three beeps. Um, That was my laundry (laughs) machine in the background. (laughs) 
um my appliances is have interrupted the podcast but anyways being unintentional I was just trying to get through the year so I wasn't really necessarily thinking too much Mm -hmm. like I didn't take time to like meditate center myself like I slacked off on journaling like all of those things that I would do to like reconnect with what you were saying earlier, like, what do I like? Like, what motivates me? Like, what do I enjoy doing? I think I spent a lot of time following the motions or letting anxiety make decisions for me instead of me making decisions for me. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, with the relationships that I have in the next year, um, (laughs) okay, my laundry's done. I'm going to get it. My gosh. Um, you know, the relationships that I have in this next year, um, platonic, romantic, with family, like being really intentional about the people I surround myself with and how I show up in those relationships. Yeah. Being really intentional with like work and career, deciding, you know, what skills I really want to focus in on and, and what my next career path is going to look like you know, being intentional about what I do with my body, like what I'm drinking, how much I'm drinking. Like New York has a big, like we're going to a bar, we're going to brunch, we're going to dinner, cocktail culture. And I don't feel great when I am drinking like multiple times a week. You know what I mean? Even if I'm only having one glass of wine three or four times a week, like I just don't feel great, you know, doing Mm -hmm. things like that. So being more um aware of I'm doing something right now for instant gratification or I'm doing something right now because it's a reflex or I'm doing something right now because everybody else is doing it is not how I want to like move forward and I've been reading this book called I think it's called like dopamine nation or something like that but it's basically it talks about addicts And how we're all, in a sense, addicted to something because we're all striving for dopamine. Like, we just, we're going off of this, like, trying to get pleasure, pleasure, pleasure Mm -hmm. to avoid pain. And Mm -hmm. then we end up, like, tipping our pleasure, pain, uh, like, think of it like a seesaw. And instead of it being, like, equal and level, we end up always tipping it out of Oh, yeah. You're always out of sync. to balance it. And that's something that I have definitely noticed. Like I am trying so hard to like avoid pain and mm-hmm. to, like seek out pleasure that I'm like tilting myself all out of whack instead yeah. of just like sitting in the middle and like totally. being intentional and maybe even being uncomfortable. But I think that's something that I definitely want to spend, you know, more time focusing on in 2023 being intentional so I'm moving away from being unintentional I love that I think one part that you mentioned was really good where it was like kind of speaking about going out and even like that one glass of wine or those you know a few glasses of wine a week like it's it's one of those things where you recognize like this is this is almost like hindering me from doing the things that I want to do maybe those are like runs that you wish you could feel a little bit better when you took that run in the next morning you know what I mean like yeah it's little things like that where I think it's so good to be mindful of that I mean even for myself too it's kind of like yeah like that doesn't really make me feel great like you don't have to be like um at like a breaking point to be like I actually like don't really want to drink this or like I don't really want to do this or that whatever like it's nice to sometimes make those decisions for yourself just based on exactly like how your body feels like it totally I I feel you like it's being really mindful and aware of how you feel and how it's impacting you and then making sure that your actions there forward are intentional to make those changes that need to be made for sure and like even on the other side of that like I'm the type of person that I love to be active, but sometimes I can take that like way too far. Like I have a hard Mm -hmm. time taking a rest day Mm -hmm. and then I feel bad. Like, Mm. like if I accumulate a number of rest days in a row, I feel bad. You know what I mean? So like Mm. maybe it is like tapping in with my body and it's like, no, you don't need to go for a rest day. You don't need to. Don't do a Pilates class today. You know, I have, I count the number of steps that I take. Like I have a little step tracker on my phone. And on the one hand, like, I think it's great, you know, I strive for 10,000 steps a day. But like, on the other hand, like, just like with everything in moderation, like it can go too far, like, you know, yeah. myself to do something that I don't, you know, necessarily need to do in that day. But, you know, it's all it's learning. 
to balance and to be a more balanced person, which I think will take a lifetime and then some to figure yeah. out. But I think, you know, the more that you can start, the better. I agree. I feel that. Okay. Last but not least, what is one thing you want to either learn or experience in 2023? Mm. I'll let you go first. Yeah, I'm going to let you go first. I have an idea, but I want to get it right. I want to pick up a hobby that is not centered around... um, like making income or like being a business or exercise. So, I mean, people listening to this may think that this podcast is a hobby, but like we do have dreams and plans and aspirations. And, you know, Pilar and I have talked about this. Like sometimes it can feel like work, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like planning it, recording it, editing, doing the social posts, you know, coordinating with guests, like in all things that, you know, start off as being like fun and whimsy, like, at the end of the day, like there's a payoff and it is, Mm -hmm. there's a component of work towards it. And I think a lot of the hobbies that I have now, like even running, I would consider that a hobby, but that is a very active hobby. You know, Um, today I took my very first pottery class, which I thought was cool. Pottery is an expensive hobby, but you know, I want to, you know, maybe it's a pottery class or maybe it's taking a language class or maybe it is, um, joining a book club, like something like that. Like I definitely want to, I want to start a hobby and I definitely want to start a hobby that, you know, involves me meeting new people, joining a group of some sort, you know, I could do knitting or sewing. Like those are really amazing hobbies and great viable hobbies that I, and I know friends who have hobbies like that, but I want more of an active hobby. And so this is going to take a little budgeting for me to fit a new hobby (laughs) in my into my budget, maybe it's less shopping and, you know, it's less, you know, going out to have drinks and stuff like that. But I, that's something I want to try, you know, even if I pick a hobby and I stick with it for two months and I hate it, at least I know that that's, you know, maybe something I'm not going to continue to move forward with. So I want to be a hobby girl. Hobby girl. I love that. No, that's so fun. I, I also love that you went to the pottery class. It's with our mutual friend. And I think that's so fun that you did that. Um, Definitely approve and support that for you. Thank you. I think for myself, I have two. One is very simple. (laughs) One is very simple. I would like to relocate. I would like to move. So that's a huge goal for me. Yeah. Is moving to New York. Yay. And then... I think the second goal for me, this is super vague. So like, I'll probably get into and elaborate on it more as time goes on. Cause I'm still obviously trying to understand it myself, but I think it's gaining like a stronger sense of self and like more confidence in myself. Like, I think I'm a very indecisive person. I'm someone who sometimes I feel one way. Sometimes I feel another way. I want to be a little bit more concrete because I just feel like, that could add a lot of value to my life. Like I notice when I look at certain people and this probably is like, don't compare, but no, I think it's important sometimes to also recognize like certain traits that you're like, hmm, I think that would be like a really- That you admire. Yeah, like I admire it. I admire people who I think have just a really strong sense of self and like know how they feel about a situation or know how they feel about like- anything and can just say like this is how I feel this is how I am and like it's really not changing much I really respect that because I am pretty far away from that I think I fluctuate a lot um and I think that would be helpful for me mainly because when making a decision or when interacting with people whatever it might be I think there's some piece that can come with like this is how I feel. I know my morals. I know what I want. I know what I agree with and disagree with. And like, that's not really changing. I think that's a really strong way to like present yourself and to be. So that's a goal that I have is just, yeah, stronger sense of self. And I think that builds a lot of confidence and like, just like peace and reassurance. Yeah. I think those are awesome goals. I mean, 
obviously I am stoked about the first one. <laughs> um, and it is a goal that other people have a lot of vested interest in. <laughs> um, literally everyone's like, Pilar, you need to come here now. Yeah. Like, okay. I get, get it. over here. Like, <laughs> come on, we'll make it work. We're all over here. Like, we're just going to figure it out. We're going to finesse for you. Um, but I think, I I personally would love to hear, you know, as time goes on, what you're reading and, and what you're doing and maybe some of the meditations or journal prompts or experiences that you have across 2023 that help you with that second goal. Because I think it's something that, you know, I personally struggle with. I know a lot of people struggle with, especially like in this stage of life that we're in where like we are unlearning all of the things that everyone else told us growing up we yes. needed to care about and was important oh and figuring gosh. it out who we are and what we like and what we can tolerate and what we don't want to deal with and what we, you know, what we love. It, like, you know, it's just, yeah, it's, it's awful. It's hard. It's awful. And I notice even myself, <laughs> it's <not> awful. Like, <laughs> it's awful. like I notice it myself, like, I seek out a lot of like reassurance probably more than I should. And I even notice it in the smallest decisions that I can make sometimes. And I think it's because like when you have experienced like, yeah, a lot of that, like, wait a minute, I thought it was this way. And now it's this way. I don't even trust myself anymore. Like, you know, you get to that point where you're like, bro, I don't even trust myself. Like, I'm just going to listen to this person and let you guide me because we're both blind, but I'd almost rather go with your opinion. Like, it's not a cool thing. And I just feel like, it's something that a lot of people do deal with. So yes, I definitely will kind of track this. And like, I've been reading so much recently and oh my gosh, I've been eating these books up, eating them up. And it's been like such a fun way to disconnect a little bit. Is there a question we're getting to where it's like, what? Oh, oh, I have a a good one for later on. I have a good little side note for our our closing remarks, but um, no, I, I do think that like reading and just meditating and being like really mindful of what you're consuming makes the biggest difference in your life. I completely agree. Couldn't agree more. And since you mentioned it, (laughs) we are coming to the end of our episode. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we started this at the beginning of a space for growth and we wanted to continue this because we think that it's kind of a great practice and like mindfulness and, helping everybody and ourselves to kind of connect with ourselves and and to be more intentional so the holidays are upon us you made it through thanksgiving if you celebrate thanksgiving and um you know we wanted to share one thing that uh we think can be helpful for people to get through the holidays you know there's all of this like joyful holiday music and the lights and the trees and all of these things that are like symbols of of festivity and joy but the holidays can be really tough for people for you know whatever type of reason so what is one thing that you would encourage people to do during the holidays to take care of themselves this year I think honestly like what's helped me is a few things one has been like watching sports Mm -hmm. I think also reading I think they both accomplish two very similar things um it comes down to just like disconnecting from yourself like I know that might not be like the most like like okay wow you really done something to grow but I do think when you're I'm someone who's in my head all the time like get out of my head like I needed to get out and I think it's really helpful like I've been loving the world cup congrats to Argentina France did quite well as you know like every there it's just been so much fun to watch and that has definitely been like such a helpful thing for me and now I'm like gonna start watching surfing like there's so many good things coming up reading as well has been so helpful just to like get out of my head and disconnect a little bit so I highly recommend that I also would say I do think there's it's hard and it's honestly kind of like a frustrating one But I do think writing down some really just like tangible things that you're grateful for can honestly make a difference. Like I know it's the most annoying thing sometimes, but 
I'm like, that's something I'm working towards is like getting into the habit of doing that. And it doesn't have to be anything crazy. Like I got a new job. Like, no, it can literally be like, I'm just grateful for waking up today and like having food and water in front of me. Like, yeah, there's, you know, it's just, I think it's a way to train your mind. I really do. So I don't think it's like a mindless practice. I think it actually does have benefits. So that's what I would recommend. Yeah, I completely agree with all of those. I think especially with like the gratitude piece, like it's just helping your brain make new neural pathways. Like we get stuck in like we, we make these routes for ourselves in our brains. And especially if you're somebody like me that kind of leans to being glass half empty, like I have a lot of negative neural pathways in my brain where I'm like, everything's bad. This is going to end bad. Don't get your hopes Mm -hmm. up. But like gratitude, mindfulness, all those things, like retrain your brain to think differently. And like it has a different output on the way that you view life. So I completely agree with you on that one. And then what I would add is I am a functional wellness girly. I love um, moving the body. I think it has so many benefits and mm-hmm. unlocks so many endorphins. And I know it is cold, but there is nothing like putting on a coat, putting on a hat, a scarf, some gloves. Oh yeah. And going for a walk and letting the wind whip your face. And I think it is like, you know, even if you can do it and you, let's say you're walking for 30 minutes if you can take 10 and not listen to music, not listen to a podcast, but just be with your own thoughts that, you know, can do wonders. And I, I love moving my body. I going for walks is huge. Um, stretching yoga, all of those different things, um, are, are amazing. You know, connecting with your body. We hold so much stress and tension Mm -hmm. in our bodies. So if we can not do that, um, I think it's just really, and then it also like you get away from your family for like 30 minutes. You know what I mean? (laughs) Dude, I literally cannot agree with you more. I think that's so important. Like, yeah, I would say like, we are two different extremes of it where it's like, I'll walk forever and then you'll run. And like, I think that works so well for anyone. Cause it's like, yeah, you may be at different levels of your like endurance, but there's really no excuse. Like if you can get outside and do it, I recommend it. I live in Minnesota y'all. Okay. It's like, we have two feet of snow, ice everywhere. My mom has shoes on that have little spikes in them so that she grips the ice. Like we take it very seriously. Yeah. And there's like nothing holding you back. Like, I think I really agree with what you're saying. And that's another thing I'm trying to get into is like stretching more. Mm -hmm. I used to be Mrs. McFlexible and now like I'm not, but I've noticed like there's so much tension that we hold. Like that can also be such a nice relieving thing just to stretch. So I'll be in the next yoga class for sure. Well, you guys, I hope that you all have an amazing holiday season, whether you're spending it with your family, you're spending it with your friends, you're spending it in touch with yourself. Like, we love it all. Thank you all so much for having another year with a space for growth in your Mm. podcast um, play rotation. And we're so excited to connect with you all in 2023. Our goal collectively is more <laughs> consistent and um, to interact with you all as much as we can. And we love you all. Please feel sh- be sure to follow us on Instagram um, and to leave our podcast a review. Thanks so much for listening. We can't wait for what the year has to come. Bye. Bye.